And we are back for another fantastic episode of the Nick Squared Podcast. I'm your host, Nick. And I'm your host, Nick. But I am Nick. We got a special guest with us today. Hello, I'm Ariel. It's Miss Ariel, Nick's wife. We got a very exciting episode this week. I'm looking at some stuff on my phone right now that actually goes right in line with what we're talking about. What are the odds? It's like I searched for it. Uh, We're going to be talking about something very close to our hearts. I think most nerds' hearts. Games. Specifically video games. Oh, I thought we were talking about sticks. No, we're talking about um, the tapes you buy. Uh, we're talking about Nintendo tapes that you get from the rental store. Uh, you already ruined Man, I remember we used to be able to rent Nintendo 64 games. Yeah. At Blockbuster and stuff. Yeah. Um, My grandmother called them Nintendo tapes. Nintendo tapes. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Gotta love them. Got you get, to you get you some Nintendo tapes for Christmas. <laughs> you, there's a new Pokemon game. You got Pokemons at home. We don't need the new Pokemons game. Uh, but video games. Video games have been a staple uh, in our, I'd say, most of our entire lives. Yeah. yeah. I don't really right rem- to the very beginning. I don't really remember a, a time. Now I was I was behind the curve when it came to video games with you guys growing up overseas. I was you know Sega Game Gear and. Older st- older systems. I think the PS2 was out and I was still on Nintendo 64. I didn't know we were on discs. You know, GameCube and all that fancy stuff. Yeah. I'm over there so <laughs> putting my cartridges in. Um, so I was a little bit behind, but I did play. I was a big, big fan of games. Um, one thing that is, was on the news and I'm looking at right now is the 10 of the biggest video game adaptations coming in 2023. I only knew of like one or two off the top of my head. Yeah. When you say video game adaptations. To movie. Oh. Okay. So, number one. What do you think number one is? Mario. Movie or TV or both? Uh, Looks like movie. You say Mario. Mario. Super Mario. Mario. Yeah. It is the Mario. Um, Let's see. Number two. The Last of Us. Oh yeah, that's gonna be a TV oh, show. It looks it already TV looks show. good. It looks really good. Looks Mandalorian's really good. in it. Yeah. Did you play the games? Yeah, I didn't. You should. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've never heard of this one. Number three, Dungeons and Dragons. Not a video game. Not a video game. But um, the Made it to the video game list. Yeah, they're making a movie. Yeah, they're making a movie and. Well, I guess um, technically they've made Dungeons and Dragons video games. Yeah, but I wouldn't call it a video game adaptation. No. Now, if they it. if they were making a Neverwinter Nights movie or or you know did, Baldur's Gate movie, did Dungeons and Dragons? Were, did they have? Um, I was yeah, it was Baldur's Gate. Eye of the Beholder wasn't was that a Dungeons and Dragons game? Yeah, Baldur's Gate. Yeah, I played I played the one uh, the Eye of the Beholder one. Oh, okay. Um. That movie uh, looks really, really, really good. Um, no, I'm kidding. No, um, it looks like it's going to be okay. Uh, I hope it's good. <laughs> so I, I'm going to watch it, but I watched the the other uh, Dungeons and Dragons movies. Regardless. Oh of God! That. Yeah, <laughs> and, one of them was straight to Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. Um, and then do you remember Dragonheart? Yes. There's like nine of them now. Really? I've only ever seen one. Yeah. Oh, they just keep getting worse as they go. But I love those style. I love those B-rated, yeah. just terrible They're CG. a dying art, I think. I, I think so. Um, I did not know about this one. Gran Turismo. Wow. Brandon's going to freak yeah. out over that. Why? 
Why make that movie? <laughs> Maybe I've never noticed the um the story in those games. I don't know. I you know why they're doing it? Money. Fast and the Furious. Oh yeah, I suppose. Because family. 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 Now I played Gran Turismo. Did you guys ever play that? Yeah. I played it for a little bit, and then my friend came over and spent. You, you got money in that game. Spent all my money and made a souped-up PT Cruiser, <laughs> and just wiped the floor with me. And I, I never played again. Because this a, game is stupid. It's a good racing sim. I just don't see how. I guess they're just gonna make a car movie and plaster the name on it. Is all yeah. I can think. Um, you got The Witcher season three, so just doing TV shows. Um, very excited, not excited for season four. Um, Arcane League of Legends. Oh yeah, they already that that was that's a season two of that. Yeah, season two. I haven't seen it, but I've heard great things about that. Halo season two. I don't care. <laughs> what? Yeah, I watched I watched season one, and that dad. I I could have called it something else. I probably would have liked it better. I so I I haven't watched the whole show. Um, I I didn't have Paramount Plus till recently. I watched the first episode, and when you're watching it from first person, you know he's shooting stuff, mm-hmm. and the the Halo theme songs playing. I was like, yes, yes. And then yeah. he takes his helmet off and leaves it off for two episodes, and I turned it off. Yeah, I mean, oh, this isn't now. Yeah, this is no and and the the um. You no, know, everyone knows how I feel about um, moral ambiguity in stories. Mm-hmm. It has its place, not in Halo. Halo has. And I know we're going to get into this a lot, talking about video games, but when you have a game like Halo, where multiple games in, multiple books in, graphic novels, there's a lot of source material. And so when they make a Halo, I was expecting Halo 1, we're going after the rings, yeah. like we're, we're finding this stuff. And they say, no, we're going to go a completely new story. And there's going to be new characters. Why? Yeah, why? Just give me Halo. <laughs> give me or, Master Chief. Or, or if you're going to do that, make something else. Yeah, make something else. Like if, you got, if you have good writers and a good story, make something else. Make a new thing that everyone can fanboy over. You know yeah. what I mean? We're gonna, Quit being cowards. Yeah, just make make something new or just make it like, just like it is on the game. If you yeah. if they would have made a Halo 2, or even like Halo 1 is Season 1, Halo right. 2 is Season 2, and you're just playing through the cutscenes and you're watching the... I'd, I'd watch that. Yeah, like if someone clicked on a video titled the Joe Rogan podcast and heard my voice and the things we talked about, they'd be pretty upset, I think. Yes, yes. So this is not what I came here for. Yeah, so that's how I feel about that adaptation. Next one, Borderlands. No way, what? Yeah, Borderlands. Is it animated or live action? Uh, I'm over here trying to read. If it's animated, I'd be pretty stoked. I mean, that live action could be cool, too, depending on how they make it happen. What do you think? You're a big Borderlands fan, right, honey? Yeah, I do like Borderlands. Uh, I think it would be better if it was animated as well. So it looks like it's saying Borderlands is a science fiction action comedy movie that was originally announced a movie? Okay. Yeah, in 2015. Um, they don't have a release date. Uh, they're putting it in front of test audiences now. They finished filming in 2021. Nice. Okay, so we're going to get that soon. Yeah, because that that game is funny. Weird though that we didn't get we we haven't seen anything about it. Like, there's no the the only image on on this article is literally from the from the game. It's not even like a movie image. This next one I didn't know about. I'm very excited about Twisted Metal. It is the an idea for a live action half hour comedy series based on Twisted Metal. Okay, it, it's gonna have to be over the top. It's gotta be. Yeah. 
That was an awesome, awesome game. I hope the the graphics are like PS One versions. Because <laughs> <laughs> remember, you remember when when Black came out and um, you know, Sweet Tooth just looked evil. He looked like dirty. Yep. But then I look at the old PS One and it's just he looks silly. And I <laughs> I want that again. I want that aesthetic. Weird pixel corners. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Bioshock. Oh, they're gonna That's look. Really good. That's going to have to be a one-to-one adaptation or it's not going to work. Yeah. Uh, Netflix has that. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Well, they did good with Arcane. Arcane was an original. So, you know how like, each Bioshock game is you know a little different? Mm-hmm. Like, you had, you know, um, if they came up with a completely original, you know, completely detached, like, don't bring any characters in or, or, or you know, like they did with Bioshock Infinite. If they did something like that, but a different scenario, I think I'd like it. But if they adapt the first Bioshock game, it has to be one-to-one. They're, they're, or else I'll be angry. Yeah, the story on that was just so good. It was so good. Never played it. No, you Never ought to. Yeah. Couldn't tell you a thing about it. Did You You looked at us like you wanted us to get mad. You want us to get mad about that? No, no, no. You need to play it. See, I'm not, I'm not angry because now you get to experience Bioshock for the first time. Well, so, and this is something that, that, that would we you, still... Would you kindly play Bioshock? No, not at all. Um, yes, I would. He doesn't get that. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, so, growing up, we, we, you know, obviously we're, you know, not extremely wealthy. We weren't rich people. Right. But my parents were very big on you buy a book, you don't get another book till you read that book. Mm-hmm. So the same thing went for video games. Oh no. So a video game comes out and you get that video game. Buddy, you're beating that video game. Here's Final Fantasy X. Yeah. You're not getting another one. <laughs> We're done. Ooh, dodged <laughs> a bullet here. Um, but no, because it was really, you know, video games are, they're expensive. Yeah. yeah. And so you spend $60 on a game that you only clock eight hours in and I'm just going to go back and play something else. That wasn't an option. No. You're playing that sucker through till the end. Um, so when all these games were coming out, because video games went through an era where it was like, it felt like every other week. There was a huge video game drop in. Yeah. There were midnight releases. Um, I worked retail at the time, and we did some of the midnight releases where, where vendors would come in and set up these huge tents, and they've got TVs mounted, and we're playing Call of Duty in front of people, and it was just for a game. And it felt like that was all the time. For and sure. So I had to get very picky on what video game am I going to buy. Mm-hmm. And um, I was I was one of those people that I ate the same food at the same restaurant. Mm-hmm. Because that was, I knew that was good, and there was no need to ever get away from that. So if you're only getting four games a year, and you know Pokemon's releasing, you know Mario's releasing, <laughs> right. uh, you know Call of Duty's releasing. Those are the ones you're going to get. There's three of my four right there. Yeah. That gave me very little room. Um, now, I did experience games after the fact. Uh, Xbox 360 was out, and people had it and were playing it. And my uncle was like, I got a gift for you. And I was like, oh, man. And in the mail came a regular Xbox. And he's like, well, I got a 360. I don't need this anymore. So, um, Dope. <laughs> so I got I got the Xbox after the fact. But the cool thing was, in my group, social group, that was what we were all still playing. So now I was one of my friends. I played through Fable, through Halo. Um, I played the mess out of some regular Xbox. Um, and I loved it. Well, loved every minute of it. Played that Soul was a good era of gaming. Yeah, it was fun. That was a great era. But, so I came in after the fact. So yeah. now, um, you know... I wish PlayStations had a you know much bigger memory, 
Um, because they keep releasing games. They're like, hey, this game's like 99 cents. It used to be $60. <laughs> yeah. on I'm like, yeah, buddy. And they're like, you don't have space for this. You need to buy more hard drives and do this and undownload that. And I just, uh, I see that and I go, oh, my back hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. You used to just put the thing in the thing. Put the thing in the thing. Make fun happy. Make, that's all I need. <laughs> now you buy a disc and you're like, man, the game is is you know 300 gigs i'm like yeah but i bought the disc oh there's only seven megabytes on the disc you still got to download the 300 yeah. gigs when you get home like you get you'd get a, a midnight release now you go home and it goes all right you can play it in six to ten hours yeah exactly well they're starting to do pre-downloads for things you pre-order now which is cool but wouldn't it be cool if you could just put it in there and just play um like, if the games, instead of coming on disc, if all the games came on, like, flash drives. Yeah, that just I, have it already packed out there. Yeah, you'd put... I mean, would they be way more expensive? Probably. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I feel like, I mean, we were alive when VHS was still... Yeah. So we were there for the, the rise of DVD. We were there for the big battle of, what was it, Ultra HD and Blu-ray? Yeah. When Xbox and PlayStation picked either one? <laughs> the place, the thing the PlayStation picked won out nine times out of ten. Yep. But um, I'm wondering if we're going to be near the end of disc games as well. They're working on it. I mean, I, I think obviously we're going to be alive for it, but I wonder how yeah. soon. Um because really, the PlayStation 5 and Xbox One, I still don't mm. understand the Xbox naming system. I don't get that. <laughs> yeah, because um, yeah, that's what I used to call the original Xbox. Yeah, it was the Xbox. Then it was the Xbox 360. Yeah. And then it was what, Xbox One? Yeah. And then there's this... The Xbox One X, then Xbox Series X? Yep. I don't understand I've it. lost track. I've lost track. <laughs> um, I play PC, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's too much. Um... But I remember, like when when PlayStation Five announced E three was it was huge, big announcements. Um, the uh, the Xbox, new Xbox came out. I mean, it was all over the place. And then they released, and they said, "Hey, we sent them out in masses. Every store got one." Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah, luck. that was that was real. That was like you know, working in retail. There's been shortages before sure never have i seen anything as bad as the ps5 launch it's still short like it's still, still uh, yeah like we, we, so uh we got some in just for christmas and they're like hey guys now our the, the retailer i work out it, it's you know 120 million dollar facility mm -hmm. they, college town yeah we got people that want to play as video games um and they said hey you you guys are one of the highest performing in the area so we got you have 12 coming for you <laughs> and we're gonna span them out to a week I was yeah. like, what am i supposed to do with this yeah every day someone comes in asking for ps5 and you gotta tell them no those are spoken for yeah. if you see one but then then they look at me and they go you didn't even check the back the ba <laughs> the mythical back of the retail store there's no organization yeah. it's just just mountains and yeah. we got to put on a little uh, headlamp and we got to climb through uh, to try to find you know where these where these hidden playstations are yeah um but I, I don't know looking back on my childhood um i don't remember my playstation 2 era that detailed i had a playstation 3 for a minute yeah well i had an xbox 3 xbox 360 lasted a while for me yeah same for me yeah i had i had a ps3 but i played my xbox 360 more and i 
I remember that era lasting. The you know what the deciding factor for me was when what? it came time to you, you can either get a PlayStation Three, Blu-ray player. No, no. <laughs> PlayStation was free online. That's right. Yeah, I at forgot about it. Yeah, at the time it, you could play online for free at the time because it, you know it doesn't cost them any actually. Anyway, no, um, it doesn't. <laughs> um, and it was really weird. Like that was. I would say, uh, as close as I've ever seen it, that was the big argument for nerds. Um, was the same thing for like professional sports teams. Was you'd go in and they'd be like, "Oh, you're you're into nerdy stuff." Like, "Oh yeah, I play games and stuff." They're like, "What system are you?" Yeah, I'm like, "Well, I'm PlayStation." You're PlayStation. You know, Xbox gets the exclusive three weeks before you do. Yeah, punk. It used to be a thing. I think that's gone away now it's too. Away. Now, now, it. honestly, if you're a gamer. <laughs> probably have all of them at one. <laughs> which is what you're yeah. right yeah. yeah that wasn't a thing um when what was it game boy advanced came out and then they said hey we have the game boy advanced and then we have the the s game boy advanced sp and they started making different better ones of it. yeah the little flip yeah. screen <laughs> and i'd go tell my parents like look new game boy and like does it play any new games I was like, no it all plays the same games it's just it has a light up screen now yeah, but yeah no. Yeah, but you got a light. We bought you the clip light, yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah, clip yeah. Light. yeah. Why are you playing in the dark anyways? Turn a light on or it's bedtime. Um, you know what? Give me the game. You're <laughs> grateful. Because um, even when, like, when Pokemon came out, Pokemon, when they said we're going to release two versions of the game, that was for me. And because I would sit back for hours going, which one am I going to get? Am I going to get Ruby or am I going to get Sapphire? And, they, and then you know Emerald's coming right around the corner, right. but you can't wait for it. And it would even be, they would release Pokemon games where, like, the exclusives to that game were stupid. Yeah. But I still had to. You I had, had to complete, complete the decks. Yeah. So I got to buy both of them. And my mom's like, we right. just got you Pokemon. Yeah, but this is different Pokemon, Mom. Ariel, did you ever complete a Pokedex? No. No. That's, that's a lot. You that's never completed them? No. Wow. So you don't get that digital plaque? No, no. Just wow. digital plaques for me. Wow. I'm heartbroken. I have my eight gym badges right there that I bought after I completed the original Pokedex. I went out and said, I'm buying something to commemorate this. And I got pins of the eight gym badges for the originals. I would never try it on any of the new ones. No. Yeah, especially no, that's too much. And they open up the national decks and it's just an empathy symbol. Yeah. <laughs> How many Pokemon are there? Shh, 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 child. <laughs> you open it up. Why are you even looking at the screen? Yeah, you're never going to do this. Um, Pokedex is really weird. As a kid, I would actually look at it and like try to read it a little bit. Now I just spam through it. All right, I got a new one. Into the box you go. <laughs> never to see the light of day. <laughs> it's a terrible concept. <laughs> I feel bad for him, actually. Um, but when they when they made it to where you could decorate the poke boxes, mm-hmm. so the little the little sprites were in grass, and I was yeah. like, "Look, he's happy. He doesn't want to be in a field." Feel better. Yes. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I would go because I'd catch Pokemon like going into, especially you know, I'm playing uh, Let's Go Eevee. I know who my who my team is going to be, um, and you know they give you the they give you the three starters. Yeah. So I've got Blastoise and Charizard and Venusaur That's on my team. That's my team. We've got two more, yeah. three more Pokemon and we're set. And, got my and, Eevee. And Eevee's one of them. So you only get two. Yeah. Um. And so I'm trying to like really plan out like who's going to be in these Dragonite. spots. Dragonite. Dragonite. So that's one more <laughs> spot. <laughs> um. But then like you know Krabby would appear and I'd listen to people play walkthroughs and like Krabby's a great you know Kingler's a great I'm like yeah but Blastoise. Blastoise is cool. And if you do the gift ones they've got almost perfect IVs. 
so they're just they're better. Yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna use Kingler instead of uh, War Turtle, and then I'll get Dugong later on. Why? I haven't used two thirds of these Pokemon before. I've got my six C on, but I'm still gonna catch it if I find it in the wild. Well, I don't have yeah. this one. Join your friends oh, yeah. to be locked away. But I'm really I'm kind of sad. I didn't know about half those movies coming out in TV shows. What if they came out with a Pokemon? That was like this eldritch abomination of all your Pokemon and the and the PC just amalgam together into a being. That'd be pretty scary, huh? It's a horror show. <laughs> Hello, Red. <laughs> I'm sorry, Red. Imagine you're an adult. You know, you went on your because you went on your Pokemon adventure when you were like ten. Yeah. Um. So you go. You, you know, when you're playing Pokemon. There's, you know, doctors, there's police officers. Everyone has, like, a regular job. Yeah. So you go on this adventure. You're, you know, going it for a year to find yourself. You catch, you know, 500,000 Pokemon. And then you are you come back home and you're like, Mom, here's my trophy. I've beaten the world over. And they go, great. You made it just in time to go back to school next year. Yeah, go get a job. Yeah, and then you go get a job. You come back, like, 30 years later and you find this old, dusty laptop and... <sighs> Gus goes everywhere, and you open it up, and it's Pokeballs with little skeletons inside. Oh, God. <laughs> what is this? This is Grandpa's Pokemon collection. That makes me think now. Like, what if there's, like, you know how there's beach bums in real life? Yeah. What about the adults that still go catch Pokemon? They're like, oh, that guy's still on his Pokemon journey? You're, like, 30. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they look down on society. What do you do for yeah. fun? I go out into the woods and beat up little children. Yeah. <laughs> little kids with a caterpie. And I'm like, Geodude, get that kid. Oh, yeah, still got it. <laughs> I don't explore. Actually, I stand in this spot and just wait. Is that a child? All right. No, it's not. But even like gym leaders. Like most of the gym leaders were in the original generation were kids. Brock and Misty yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And then here comes nine foot six Lieutenant Surge. Yeah. Ex-military <laughs> ready just to whoop up on some children. And the whole concept is weird. I feel bad for it too. Yeah. <laughs> it's just excited. Thunderbolt. And, and Thunderbolt. Let me, let me mention Giovanni. So imagine Jeff Bezos. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say Jeff Bezos has just conquered the world. Like, he's really, you know, digging in with his uber-capitalist, megalomaniacal self. Love it. And he tries, he loses it all in a dog fighting ring. <laughs> to a child. <laughs> to a child. To a child. <laughs> Who is then looked at as the hero of the world. Yeah. Congratulations, it's, you're great, Dave. It's Dane. the pit bull fighting champion. Let's give him a hand. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is absolutely terrible. Um... I don't know, you all watched Detective Pikachu, of course. Yes. yes. Absolutely loved it, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, it was yes. really good. Fantastic. Fantastic. There was a um, a fan-made um, uh, Pokemon movie that circulated, I mean, back when I was, I don't remember. Remember the one where they kill a guy with a Voltorb? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they all look terrible, and they're skinny. Yeah. They all look deprived. Pikachu looks like someone hooked it just to heroin to keep it fighting. <laughs> just, that was I watched that as a kid, and they were like, "This is what Pokemon would look like." And I was like, "Absolutely, I'll still watch it. Just yeah. go ahead and make it." Yeah, huh. Ariel. Sorry, a guy gets into his car, right? <laughs> you know, he looks down like, <gasps> and it's like a Voltorb in the floor of the scene, and it self destructs and blows, blows the car yeah. up. It's Pokemon <laughs> in real life. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, it was rough. Well, especially, you watch some of these newer games. I'll watch some of the cutscenes, and, like, 
you know, I remember playing as a kid and you're going, you know, use Amber and a little little pixelated deep, 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 deep. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not that bad. But then you're watching Pokemon, I don't even know what the terms are, mega, crystallized, whatever, and they're becoming huge buildings and they're taking the power of the sun and just blasting. You're watching mountains explode and then my little Pikachu goes, ah, and it just yeah. drops down. And you're like, well, better luck next time. <laughs> just back, back into the Pokeball, you go, Potion, get back out there, do it again. We got to wear this sucker down a little bit. <laughs> It's just earthquake, fissure, opening up the world to one shot KO. You're like, man, all right, ah, Pidgey, shucks. get out of there. <laughs> but like, as a kid, you didn't question video game reality. I had a Pidgey in my team. I need somebody that can use fly. Pidgey, you're up. And Pidgey learned to fly. Later on, I saw little animations of like Gary standing on the back of a Spearow and like crane pose as the yeah. Spearow flew through the sky. Yeah. It didn't make sense. I didn't question why we letting kids do this. Pokemon to me was probably that was that was the game I could lose hundreds, oh, hundreds of hours. I know I, th- I think we've talked about it before. My first shiny was a Graveler uh, going onto um, onto Victory Road in Gold and Silver, and it spawned in Gold. And I was like, oh, I'm so close to the end of the game. My game is glitching. I need to knock this Pokemon out. Save it. Okay, everything's fine. They're back to their normal colors. And I just kept on cruising. No. Thought it thought it was a glitch in the game. Thought it was going to corrupt my file. And no. I, I blasted that sucker. Uh, surf! Boosh! Get away. <laughs> get away. Wow. Get away. I had no idea. I've but, never encountered a shiny in the wild. Really? Never. Wow. Yeah. And how many how many of the Pokemon games have you played? Almost all of them. And you've never just... Never even never encountered one. Wow. Yeah, wow. I feel left out. I ran into my first play of Emerald. I ran into a shiny Trap Inch. That's oh, cool. That's, a good, that's a good one. While I was hunting for Trap Inch, because Vibrava and uh, was it Flygon's the final form yeah. Yeah. are really good, really good Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm grinding it out, and then boop, out popped a shiny, and that's awesome. I I freaked freaked out. Um, but no, those are games that I could I could lose stupid amounts of time into. That's when games became easy. What? You'll you'll notice that when Pokemon came out, that's when games went from being pretty dang challenging to starting becoming easier. Or maybe I just got older, who knows. Well, I think when when Pokemon came out, I remember uh I played I still have, you know, Game Boy games that my dad played. Most of those games took um took skill. Like you have to learn how to jump and how to do this and how to do that. And you've got to you didn't really get items. You know, when you played Super Mario, you didn't get better items every single game to the point where you're almost immortal. No. Pokemon, just grind it out. Yeah. Yeah. You just spend the time and eventually you'll get strong enough where you can just... Now, there is there is strategic play. People, sure, you know, yeah. play, they, they you know, spam people online with level one Rattatas and stuff like that. Sure. But to just beat the game... I can get a couple level 100 Pokemon and just you're wreck done. it. You're done. Um, let's go Eevee. Um, I was grinding out, uh, I think it was Vulpix, trying to get Vulpix candies for my Alolan Vulpix, because Ice Vulpix is awesome, Ninetales is awesome, and before I knew it, I'm going into, uh, into a town, everyone's like, we got level 25 Pokemon, everybody on my team's in the 40s, <laughs> and it's a perfect IV Eevee in its 40s, perfect IV Blastoise, Venusaur, and Charizard, doesn't matter who else is on my team, nobody's yeah. coming close to me, um, and so I, I agree that game wasn't meant to be difficult to no, play. Not. It was meant to be difficult to complete the Pokedex. Yeah, and it was. 
It was about it was a bug collecting simulator at first. I love bug collecting. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I, I'm a, I, I like collecting. Yeah. If you tell me, hey, there's three of these out there, and I only want one, something in my soul says, yeah, but there's com- three. Complete the collection. Yeah. Get out there, get the other two. I'm like, I don't need the other two. You do. You're gonna you're gonna wake up in the middle of the night going, I have every copy of this in hardback except for this one. Let me get on eBay and start trying to hunt this thing down. You do have a few copies of the same book quite a few times in here. I do. Um, my favorite is The Inheritance Cycle. It's up there. Yeah. It's over there. It's up behind you. And it's on two shelves over there. But in my defense, in my defense, so those over there on the left uh-huh. are first edition first prints that I bought when they came out. Okay. Beside it are the collector's editions. Uh-huh. Underneath it are the first edition first prints trade paperback. Those are the ones I read. Over there, they're signed. Ah. And then over there are just extras that I bought. And this life went on. Goodness. Earthquake. Super effective. But I think Pokemon also really kind of set the standard for, or at least, I mean, I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. For like the the elements having uh, uh, super effective or not effective. I don't really remember seeing that in a whole lot of games of fire beats grass. Grass beats water and rock. And now it's commonplace. Now that you mention it, maybe. They might have had something in a Final Fantasy game previous. But I don't know now that you mention it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I, I don't. Re- I'm sure it was. I'm sure somebody's done it. Probably. I'm sure it was some sort of JRPG, just due to the nature of those games. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. It was definitely more, very prevalent in Pokemon. Now, one thing um, I know we're talking about how the the difficulty level of of games, um, but uh, some games now I feel are just like. The, they make them nearly impossible just for the fun of it. There's a market for it. Like, well, yeah. Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Elden Ring. Man, um, those games are hard. I can't play them. I've tried. I can't get past the starting areas on them. Really? You know, I, I can may- maybe beat the first bosses in them. Wow. Everyone just says, no, you just got to... Pick the right things. Get, I was like, no, man, I'm just not good at the game. Because I, the thing that, the, I like rolling and having invincibility frames. You don't have those in this game. <laughs> you can die mid-roll and it happens all the time. But no, there. I, I love watching people play those. It's masterful. No. My, my brother-in-law absolutely wrecks those games. Yeah, he's pretty good on it. Well, I think with, with today, you know, back then for us, your variety of games wasn't wasn't really there. Sure. Um, you had you had you know a few different varieties that were just out there that mm-hmm. usually weren't that popular. Until um, now, now they're super popular. But you really kind of had you, know, you had fighting games, you had exploring games, you had racing games, no. and then you had sports. You know, on Nintendo sixty four, and then first person shooters, and then yeah. but I think now now you have everything. Oh yeah. Especially now that the indie market's out there, you can make a game for anything. Um, but I've watched some of the videos where, like, some of the stuff people are doing. I mean, I remember playing God of War. A, A, A. <laughs> just keep hitting A. You're almost, all right, you're done. Congratulations, you beat the boss. But now it's jump, grab this tiny little rock here, do a triple backflip over to here. Then you have to cast this at this moment while you're flying over here. And you better hope the moon is in its proper sphere. Because if it's not, you're just, you're done. Well, 
That so, I'll say that if you look at the um, gaming generations, if you look at NES, SNES, and even to some extent the 64-bit area era there, boss games used to be that hard. Really? Yeah, in the in the eighties and early nineties, games used to be that hard. Me and you and her came up in a in a very easy mode kind of gaming <laughs> era. I think PS two games pretty dang easy. Xbox three sixty games pretty dang easy. Game Game Boy Color games easy. When then PS three came out, and I feel like that's when they started ramping up difficulty again. And people started valuing games for their difficulty. Indie games. Some of those indie games are darn impossible to beat. Fun, but very hard. Yeah, I would say. Because even when you play games like uh, like Kingdom Hearts, you play some of these games that have mm-hmm. easy, hard mode and stuff. I've noticed in a lot of them, they just make it to where you take more damage and you yeah. do less damage. Oh, the games, the, the, the mechanics is the same. Yeah. Have you ever you've played Super Mario World for Super Nintendo, right? I don't think so. That game gets really dang hard near the end, and the don't, don't if you go to the special worlds, those are those are hard. That's hard. Um, Star Fox can get pretty hard. No, no, no. I so growing up, Nintendo sixty four was my big system. Yeah, um, but my sister and I had to share it. So whatever we played, you're you're playing together. You mm-hmm. know, so we, we yeah. had we had to pick games that we could play. Um, but any free time I had, I was playing the mess out of Star Fox. I played Star Fox for a while, and then I got my first medal. And I was like, what is... You can get medals? <laughs> and I was... Because, I mean, again, you didn't have internet. You couldn't just go and look this information up. And my social group was already ahead of me. Oh, we've moved on from Nintendo 64. I'm stuck in the Stone Ages. But then I figured out you can get medals. I don't know how you get medals. To this day, I don't know. You just happen upon a medal. I but I and then I was I, I in my head I said if I just beat it better, if I get even more points, right? I'm sure I'm sure that's where it had to go. And then I just started getting medals in every one. And then I would look at the map and I'm like, wait, hold on, there's another world that you go off into here. Let me just keep flying around until I figure it out. Oh, I figured out how to get over to it. Um, so I play games like that a lot. Yeah. But now looking at the the complexity in some of the games, especially on strategy games where you actually have to stop and do math for a while. Right. You got to figure out you know, how much damage am I going to do? Well, if I do this, if I do that, that's. I mean, people. Hey, not yeah. judging. If you that doesn't fun, sound fun. No, it defeats <laughs> the purpose. Um, which is actually one thing I want to talk about is people that make games harder than they need to be. I'm a big Pokemon fan. We've talked about it. I love Pokemon. But Pokemon Nuzlocks and Pokemon Hardcore, uh, Kaiju, this, that. And I'll watch... Yeah. I mean, it's... One of the guys I watch, uh, he played where every trainer you fight has six Pokemon. Including, oh, including little Joey Youngster. Oh, man. That could be rough. And then once you get past, like, the fourth gym, it's... Uh, I think it's every person or every gym has fully evolved Pokemon. Oh, wow. And can use Megas and can use... And you're not allowed to use items. It sounds fun. It's, so, it sounds fun. So let me put it to you this way. I've beaten Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time countless times. Yeah. If someone came up and I beat Master Quest, which is, you know, the, it's, the dungeons are different and everything. Mm-hmm. If someone came to me and said, hey, I just modded Ocarina of Time to where it is way harder and you're going to see some different stuff, I'd play the heck out of it. 
And I think I think it comes from that. Now that makes sense. I, I didn't think about that because I, I don't have countless hours yeah. to put into games anymore. All the games that I can say I've put countless hours in are like PlayStation 2 pre-era. Uh, yeah. Um, so anything now, if you brought me a game and said, you know, play this and then we're going to make it extra hard and I had to put in hundreds and hundreds of hours, come find me in six years. That's how long it's going to take me to get 100 hours. Yeah. Uh, you know, playing the old Call of Duty games, it was nothing for me to look at my time and said, you've clocked in nine days. Now, today. Today. <laughs> today. <laughs> you have warped time to get extra Call of Duty time in. But now, you know, the new Call of Duty game is out. What is it, Modern Warfare 2? I haven't even played it yet. Haven't played it yet. Um, but I, I did have Vanguard. I had the one before. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it and it said, congratulations, you clocked like a day and a half in the last year. Wow. And I just figured out. Look at you, grown up. Yeah, and I just figured out how to how to put put the campaign on there. I hadn't even played the campaign yet. Because <laughs> that's we, not what those games are for. Really? Why even <laughs> add a campaign to them? <laughs> yeah. You know why they add campaigns to those games? People in Montana with no internet. Absolutely. Why? Just to yeah. give them some play. But now you can play multiplayer offline, where you can put bots in, and some of the bots are actually yeah, you can make it pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's decent. Pretty much the, the the way that I have to play bots when it gets challenging is I just have to have it to where there's like 40. Mm-hmm. And you just, they, they spawn around. They're you. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I have never purposely made it. Have you ever just randomly said, you know what, I'm going to play this. Well, no, that's a lie. Have you ever, I'm sure you guys have, have you ever been playing a game where you're like, you know what, I'm just going to fight this boss and just try not to get hit at all. Yeah. You're not not just, oh, I'm I'm going to beat the boss. Yeah. Uh-oh. 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 Games are hard enough for me as it is. <laughs> you say you said that. Growing up, I always had to hand the controller over to my brother. Like, oh, <laughs> really? Bosses. I was the brother. <laughs> yeah. I, my yeah. sister would call me down here and be like, oh. now, you know who, the, in my house, we bought, um, we had, an, I said, it, all my old stories are Nintendo 64, but Super, or it was Mario 64. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal game. My son and I play it on the Nintendo Switch. Um, my mom had it, or we had it as a family. Um, and I would go to school, my mom would work or go run errands or do whatever she was doing. And, you know, was an active member of, of our household. Um, and then we'd come home, we would eat dinner, my dad would play Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, and we'd go to bed. Well, I didn't know this, but my mom, when he when he would finish, my mom would get on and play Mario 64. And the, back then, you had four save files, which worked out great. There was four of us. But yeah. My dad had like three stars and just said, this is stupid. Why play this when you could play Star Fox or <laughs> Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time? Um, and then my sister had one and I had one. And my sister would have 20 stars and I'd have 22 stars. And my sister would get 25 stars and we'd take turns. And then one day I noticed that there was a fourth save file. And um, then I logged on it the next day and it had like five or six stars. And then the next day it had 30 stars. And then it had 50 <laughs> stars. <laughs> I was like, who is this person that is just dominating this game? Well, one day I got sick and was sleeping in the living room. And my mom walked in. She was like, well, I'm going to play some Mario. And I was like, mom, mom, <laughs> this game is really difficult. And she was like, isn't it? I've been playing it for like four weeks. And I was like, wait. Who have you been playing as? And there she goes. And I watched my mom finish the game. So they're being sick. Watch her go through and get every star. Get on top of the castle. Jeez. Find Yoshi. Wow. And I just sat there just in amazement. As my mom said, oh, that was fun. 
puts the controller down, good night, and it just walks <laughs> off like it was nothing. I was like, that's you're awesome. my hero. You beat Bowser. Oh, that's awesome. But no, so you ever played Mario Maker? No. So at first when that game came out, I was like, oh, people are going to make some really cool levels. No, that game's all about difficulty. Yes, now that's uh, Kaiju, isn't Kaizo. it? Kaizo. Kaizo. Kaizo Sorry. Mario. And just offended a whole took, group of people. <laughs> Kaiju Mario would be cool because then you could play as Godzilla or, <laughs> um, or Gamera or something. Anyway, um, so yeah, Kaizo Mario was a mod for Super Mario World mm-hmm. and it was insane. And then that they Nintendo found a way to monetize it with Super Mario Maker. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Now, I've seen a... <laughs> Watching YouTube videos, that's where I see... One, the moment I found Pokemon Nuzlocke, mm-hmm. everybody who does the... Po- or not everybody, I'm not going to speak for all of them. Most of them who play that had video games in Mario. And I was like, how difficult can Mario be? <laughs> Mario's hard. And then I'm watching them, oh, you got to do a quadruple double flip here, and then hit an invisible block here. Yeah. And I'm watching them wa- hold conversations. So that's the crazy thing about speedrunners, man. They... Yeah, oh, they just speed runners. Man, they, they it's like they it, it becomes muscle memory and subconscious to them, I swear. Yep. And when when they lean forward, you're like, "Oh, they're about to break, break a world record or something." Yeah. yeah. Um, learning about speedrunners, I was like, "Oh, they just try to beat the game fast." And I was like, "Bet." To know they break the game. Yeah. I didn't know I didn't know that. So I would go through like, "I'm going to be a speedrunner too." And I played Mario Kart, and I'm like, look, I'm cutting corners, and yeah. I've got the perfect drift on. And I'm like, man, look at this. And then they get on there, and they go, oh, by the way, you go back instead of forward, glitch out of the game to go to here. Yeah. You're four levels in. I beat the game in 37 seconds, and my left eye just starts twitching. Yeah. And I'm just, what did he do? Super Mario 64 speedrunning is insane. Yes. You know, those backward super jumps they do. The uh, That's how they, they don't walk yeah, anywhere. They, yeah. It's insane. It's like, how do they... You, you, they say, oh yeah, you just do this, and then you do that, it doesn't work. And they laugh it's, while they play. Yeah, I hate so, those people. <laughs> get over yourself, yeah. speedrunners. Because they're, they're laughing as they beat these games. Yeah. And, but then what's crazy for me is like they'll be five or ten minutes in, and they've done just amazing feats of strength in this game. Yeah. And then they'll hit a wall, and they'll boop, and they'll bounce off wall. Oh, I missed it. Restart. I'm like, what? What do you mean restart? You were almost at the end. They're like, no, I was going to miss it by half of a second. Ruined the run, man. Ruined the run. Run ended. Yep. Have you ever played a roguelike game? Do you know what I mean when I say that? So a roguelike is kind of like, if you die, you start over. Like, you start over. Yeah, you lose your progress. Okay. So Pokemon Nuzlocke is that way. Essentially. But if you lose a fight... If you yeah. black out... That's it. You're done. Runs over. You died. Even if you have 30 other yeah. Pokemon in your... No. Well, there's, game's there's actual games where that is built into the game now. So like, if you die in game... Yeah. Errol's going to talk about one now. Hades. Hades. <laughs> never heard Hades. of this. You Tell Nick about heard. Hades. Hades is such a good game and you should totally play it. Um, I'm going to write all these down. Yeah, the art direction is amazing. The gameplay is great. Yes. Tell my work, hey, I can't come back. I'm really falling behind. I love video games. Video games have been a big part of my life, but I played and enjoyed and savored the games I had. Even as an adult, I still play games, but I find one game and I will play it and play it and play it. They were not my books, were my number one form of entertainment, but I did play games. People on there going, This guy's never played a game in his life. <laughs> I have. No. I'm cool. Hades was that game for me last year where yes. I, I what, couldn't put it down. What is it on? Uh, everything. Yeah, oh, okay. You can get it on everything. Yeah. Uh, I played it on PC. 
Um, it's, Xbox. It's Xbox. a game. It roguelites. The thing about roguelites, they get easier as you go. Like just you start be, off weak. You start off. You start off thinking, "I will never beat this game," and then all of a sudden, you're just like zipping through it. Okay. It can. It just gets to the point where, where you you put hours into it. You're almost immortal. You make one mistake that you didn't even and you think. Start and you start it's over. over. Okay. It's great. It's it's fantastic. It's infuriating, but it's the, great. When it comes to, and I'm going to broaden it out outside of outside of video games, books, art, movies, music. I believe, as a writer, my whole purpose is to get an emotional reaction. Yes. If you read one of my books and throw it across the room and then light it on fire because it made you so mad, that does something to me. The worst thing that you can say is, oh, yeah, I read your book one time. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Yeah. That game was all right. Yeah, it was all right. I can't really remember a whole lot. I didn't change a lot. Diddy Kong Racing for me <laughs> was a, I don't care. Mario Kart was good. For the battles, sure, battle royale yeah. with my friends, you'd get you we get fist fights. You got my balloon, pow! But Diddy Kong Racing, oh yeah, I mean that was ahead of its time. Mario Kart, you're like, oh, you fall in the water, and then they, the little dude's yeah. gotta come pick you up. Diddy Kong, oh, you have a hovercraft and a plane, and you're not launching shells, you're launching rockets at your friends. That was a fun, fun game. Um, but I've never played Hades, so is, is it a, like a role play or like a like an exploring game? It's a, game it's a um. Beat 'em up, right? Pretty, Would you yeah. call it a beat 'em up? Pretty much. Yeah, it's a beat 'em up. You go around. It's top down view. You go around fighting your way from Hades up into the surface world. You play as Hades' son Zagreus. I don't know why I was thinking you say Hades' son Zach. Yeah, Zach. <laughs> Zach. <laughs> Zach. He, he has a skateboard. He has a skateboard, and he just. Uh, you know, he has hair gel in. Tosses he wears, his hair. You don't understand, he Dad. Wears those, he wears those <laughs> flaming uh, buttons. Is it? <laughs> yeah, babe, basically. Yeah. <laughs> You're hey, telling hey. your dad Hades off. You don't like good music, Dad. Yeah, they're not cool. <laughs> they're not cool with each other. No. Hades is, I've been here for thousands of years. What does he want? Exact. Yes, that's exactly yes, right. That's exactly. Yes. You, you Come at me, it. bro. I don't need to play the game. <laughs> But so you just you're. I'm assuming you what you get gear, you level up, you yeah. get better gear. Now there, well, there you can level as, up your base self. Yeah, there's but never you retain even if you lose. Yeah, never enough for it to be easy. Oh, yeah. so if and, you so if you die really close to the end and restart it, you restart and you stronger will. than. Yeah. <laughs> and you will. You will. But you so will. You, you restart naturally stronger than the first time. Nah. No. You okay. To, you do have to gain resources and to, use yeah. them. But it, it never makes you game-breakingly stronger. You always yeah. start back thinking, I could die this time. So even at the end of the game, there's always a chance. Yeah. You're going to get you're gonna get booped. Yes. Demonetized, as the cool kids <laughs> say. Yeah. And get sent back to gym class level oh, one. Yeah. Too, yeah. Bad, too bad Hades doesn't remember. Like You get reset and Hades is there and he's like, What's up, big no, boy? He no, he is. Does. He does. Oh, he does you remember. You need to play the game. Oh my you love it. He, he, he's snarky about it. Like, oh, he's look very... who's here. Yes, that'd be perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I have not it played is, this game. It is so good. Yes. Yeah, this you sounds, need to play this game. It sounds fun. Yeah, the art direction is amazing, too. Um, Are you attracted to men? I mean... You will be. <laughs> 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 Here's the thing. 
Here is the thing: is when it comes to certain, you know, I, I'm I'm all for again, I'm all for art. I'm all yeah. for you know, I, I can find beauty in, in anything. Um, so you know, when certain, you know, I hang out with a lot of people that will sit there and watch movies, like you know, they watch the Justice League, and they're like, "Well, the movie's okay," and I'm like, "Yeah, and Jason Momoa is is you know, stupidly good looking." Right. And they'll go, "What?" And I'm like, "Did you watch the movie? Look we'll at the guy. He looks like he's made of stone." Yeah. <laughs> and they'll be like, "No." No. Yeah, but this game made the Minotaur look sexy. Oh, okay. now we're doing now we're doing a whole other weird scope. We're not even talking about we're talking about horsemen, Nick. A- anyone that's played the game knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm really I'm really concerned style. that both of you are defending it. It's the art style. It's okay to find horse people attractive. Bull people. But now I know we talk about Dark Souls. Uh, I read an article the other day that a guy beat Dark Souls mm-hmm. without taking a hit. Yeah. And it showed him fighting and like rolling and just dodging. I, I couldn't imagine. Which I mean, I guess that's part of the endorphin rush is you get to a point into a game where you've made it so difficult. And I mean, how many people have how many people have beaten Dark Souls at this yeah, point? Yeah, hundreds, thousands, even. But how many people? Ten people probably. <laughs> ten, <laughs> ten people have beaten Dark Souls. That's a lot. But how many people can say I beat it without taking a hit? That guy. That guy. That guy. So that's just a. Uh, there was a guy, a speedrunner, who played every Souls game. That's Dark Souls 1, 2, 3, Bloodborne, Sekiro. It's five games, okay? Mm-hmm. He he was attempting to do it without dying once. All of those games. He made it to the end of Dark Souls 3, the last game, and got killed on the final boss. That man broke down and cried live in front of everybody. Now, it, but he did eventually do it. Now, with his death, does he have to reset to Dark Souls three, or he's got to go? He's, he's going all the way back. Oh, how many hours? I don't even remember. It was a little, it was a long time. These are long games. Was, yeah, I so say I'm assuming he wasn't speed running. He was playing the game. I think he was speed running. Oh, but, okay. he, but even so, these games are long when long speed runs. Yeah, but I mean, I've. I've watched people play, uh, was it Minecraft um, Hardcore? Yeah. Where they build massive worlds. Um, one of the guys. scary. Yeah, one of the guys. I'll, I'll have to uh, we'll put his name. You get locked out of the server when you die on Hardcore, right? You can go back as spectator, but oh, you can never you can touch never, it again. Oh. But so he went, he flooded the end. Whoa. So he beat the Ender Dragon, then built up glass, flooded the end with water, built coral. And built uh, like an under underwater thing where you can go into and you could find like the king of the Ender Dragons where he built this giant. He got into or he's just decorating at this point. Yeah, right. right. Um, well, something glitched in the game and it reset the game, but he kept his progress. And he was like, "Oh, okay." So he kept playing, kept playing, goes back to the end and it resummons the Ender Dragon. So he's built this massive city and this giant aquarium. He's got dolphins in the end. And in comes the Ender Dragon and blasts a hole through the side of his glass and kills him. And start no, he ends up killing okay. it. Okay. But he's so powerful, he he's flying by, launching arrows at it, and kills it before he even gets there oh, to like okay. really do big damage. Right. But they're building like these massive insane, things, yeah. and then accidentally fall off without your elytra, and you're not no! holding your total and dying, and just get booped. So I see that, and I see the the appeal to that. But then I watch speedrunners beat the game without even taking damage right. in less than like three minutes. Yeah, and so I'm like, ah, ah. <laughs> There's the, everyone everyone wants to challenge themselves in different ways. Everyone plays different. Um, like I challenge myself every day. I'm like, Nick, you're gonna get out of bed. You're gonna make it out of bed today. You know, 
Sometimes. I didn't you know. do it today. <laughs> today is from my bedroom. Everyone came in here with the mics, and I appreciate that. I'm very comfortable right now, so this I really appreciate nice. that, guys. You know, we say that jokingly, but when I play games, I would literally go in my mind, you know what, I'm going to beat this boss and not take damage. And then the boss turns around and backhands me. I'm like, ah, man, I'll keep going. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to restart. <laughs> Just keep up. The uh, next, we'll get it the next round. Um, first time after I really learned about Pokemon Nuzlocke, I was playing through and I was like, you know what, from here on out, I'm just trying Nuzlocke. If Pokemon dies, it's gone. That's it. So this is what I'm going to do. And your favorite Pokemon. Uh, my starter gets one shot. Yeah, we'll just, start next time. Ah, next one. Yeah. Next one. Because it's not just playing. Once you get to that extreme level, they have uh, programs on their computer running that's showing statistics because you can't take an accidental crit or the game's over. Yeah. And so they'll spend 30 minutes running math problems trying to figure out how to do it. And I'm over there just like, nah. Just... Look, some people play games for different reasons. We do. We do, because uh, on the exact opposite, you show me a book that's got a slightly different cover variation, but it's the exact same <laughs> book, and it's somehow twice the price. There's a group out right now that are making dust jackets. They're not making books. They're just making uh, visually appeasing dust or, uh, uh, dust jackets for like your Harry Potter books. They just change the look. You just right. put them on your book. $200 for seven of them bad Mother boys. of God! And, and the thing is, is <laughs> I, I look at that and I go, oh, that's crazy. Um, now, I just released my first ever book review, so I've never done that before. But it brought me into, hey, you need to look at the BookTube community. And I go, okay. And they're all going, yeah, it's really hard to buy books now. As it pans over their library and everybody has these yeah. $200 dust jackets. I'm like, you're not even buying yeah. the books. Hey, congratulations on joining BookTube, by the way. Yeah, I'm famous now. I'm actually yeah. extremely wealthy. Um, every, Stephen King contacted me to tell me Wonderful. congratulations. Um, no, it was, it was fun. It's weird. I've been talking about books my entire life and then to give a review, I'm like, yeah, I'll give a review. But everybody I talked to about it was no spoilers, man. Well, then why am I reviewing a book? I'm doing a new review on Black Adam. I just watched, uh, there's characters and development and dialogue. No spoilers. That's, that's my viewpoint on it. Like if you're going to a book review or even a movie, if you watch yeah. a video game review, are you mad that they spoil some of it? No, I watch spoiler reviews. I want to know. Now, a non-spoiler review can be pretty short. You can go, you know what, you should go see this movie or Good don't movie. waste your money. Sure. But a review, I think you're going to talk about the, the even, content. Even if I trusted you. and I, You and I have very similar interests. If you called me up and said Avatar was Way of the Water is the yeah, name of the new of one. I'm very excited about Avatar. I've got a, 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 an Ekron floating around in my office somewhere that I spend an obscene amount of money on that I sometimes put on my shoulder. And he goes, brr, brr. oh, he's over there hanging out. Um, and I just put him on my shoulder and he just talks to me. Um, so I'm really a big fan of Avatar. Love the the theme park. Love everything about it. If you called me up and said, Nick, the movie's absolute trash. Don't waste your time on it. I'm not going to go, okay. I'm going to go, why? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me more. Why didn't you like it? I want to know more. So when I watch book reviews, I did. I even tried to watch a few spoiler free. And it, you can't get anything from it. It's a book with words. This video game has characters. And you do things. No spoilers. Try it out. Yep. Insert name of game here. And I just described spoiler free everyone. Um, now one thing you want to talk about. We talk about game difficulty through the ages. Talking about these, these, these people that have. The games have gotten harder. But then also people who go this is hard. Let's make it more difficult. Yeah. Um, 
licensed games. Oh, yeah. So, once again, so you look at licensed games from um, back in the day. They were very, they were either really, really, really good or they were made by a company called LJN and they were awful. <laughs> There's no middle ground. It wasn't, it's all right. No, so you had Lion King. Have you ever played Lion King? On, oh, my God. That is the best licensed game still. Never. Didn't even know they had a game. Oh, either. You guys, neither of you have played the Lion King game on Super Nintendo? No. My God. Those games. Oh, in fact, that game, Aladdin, all those Disney games were really good side-scrolling well, adventures. I did I did play I played Aladdin. Um, I did play Aladdin. So, I side-scrolling, I played X-Men oh, on good game. Sega. Good game. That was, it was fun. Um, I didn't. Play, I didn't even know Lion King existed. I wouldn't. Information wasn't readily available. Sure, yeah, us. I understand. Yeah. Um, and then and it, a lot of our games came from the same way. I got my Dungeons and Dragons book. Hey, I'm going stateside. I'm not taking them. Blanc. Here's a here's a set of games, and we they drop a big book in, or box in front of us with a bunch of games. Some we played, some we didn't. Um, I think as a kid, I probably would have played Lion King because I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. But it's no. worth playing now. Is it? It still a holds good, up. Good game. <laughs> good game. It can get pretty hard at the end. Um, but I think that there was a time period, once again, during our formative years, where licensed games were bad. Yes. Well, and I know we've talked about the fact that they put their, their merchandise on everything. Now they yeah. put their face on everything. Um, you you had licensed macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as a kid, if you put regular macaroni and cheese, no, no. and then also regular macaroni and cheese, but, but with Scooby Doo, these are Scooby Doo. <laughs> hey, don't even change the noodles. Yeah. As a kid, that worked. That was impression of me. Like, yeah. Scooby Doo. All I had to do was put them on the box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the people are making it go stupid kids, and I'm over there going, "Yep, yep we'll <laughs> give, give me a Scooby Doo, we do." <laughs> Oh my, but, but so I was that way. Um, and so I feel like they did the same thing with video games, right? Like yeah. they said, Hey, we could, we don't have to make good games. No, just put, put a superhero on it. Fantastic four. <sighs> Rise of the silver surfer. Played it, played the mess yeah. out of it. Um, and movie it, games, man. Those were rough. They were really, really rough. Actually. Now that you mention it, except enter the matrix. That was awesome. Didn't play it. <laughs> no, it wasn't too great, but I liked it. You know, it was one thing I always thought was kind of weird. Yeah. So you have a big blockbuster movie. Yeah. Fantastic Four, Four Rise of the Silver mm-hmm. Surfer, whatever. Big, it's going to be the big movie of the... They throw away, or throw around that term, movie of the year. Yeah. Especially back in the days of Ebert and Ropert. Yeah. It was, that was big. To, this is the movie of the year. It's January. <laughs> yeah. There's plenty movie, more movies yeah, coming out. Movie of the year. <laughs> But they would release it, and they would say, you know, coming out in three weeks, movie of the year, Fantastic Four, uh, Rise of the Silver Surfer. But released today is the video game yep. that plays the entire movie. Yeah, in spoils front. the yeah. whole movie. <laughs> you can play it now. Don't wait, kids. Or like action figures that come out three weeks before. Oh, this yes. is a yes. this is dead Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> He's 
no articulation. Rigor mortis. His back, his back is flat, so you just he can only be played down. Yeah. His eyes are rolled. Spoilers for Harry Potter. <laughs> oh my god. Deathly Hallows, by the way, if no one's seen it. Why don't they make an accurate spoiler <laughs> Oh my goodness. Snape half digested. By, yeah. Or he's, he's, he's bleeding out yeah. of his neck. This, this is snake wound. Here we go, bleeding out snake. You should figure three weeks before the movie comes out. Wow. <laughs> Wow, but they would, they would, they would release secret villains you didn't know about, and they'd, yeah. go, they'd go. By the way, here's this new villain. They're going, why is that here? Why is that on packaging for the game? What's happening? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Every time. But no, so I, re- I, I, I fell into that. I fell into Fantastic Four. I like Fantastic Four. I like the movies Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. And now they're making T-shirts, toys, and video games. So in my child mind, I said, I'll like all of them. Including their macaroni and cheese. So I must buy them. I wasn't going to buy them. But now I'm going to buy them. For a little bit. Now I know we've said I'm a big collector. You see my, my library. Um, I collected things like that. Where it was like. I can't eat this box of macaroni. Or I'd go and open it and carefully yeah. open the top of the noodles. Because yeah. in my mind I was like. This box represents something. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? You're laughing at me collecting macaroni noodle boxes. <laughs> Amber walks in and I've got 30 boxes. Don't touch my boxes of noodles. They'll be worth something one day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. I quit because that stuff like that happened. It does yep. happen. Because we, we would sit there, you know, early on in our marriage, she'd be like, hey, we only have $20. And I'm like, you say we only have $20. We should invest it. And she goes, okay, what do you want to invest it in? Thanks for asking. Here's a new Marvel Legends action figure. Yeah, trust me. Trust this will be worth something. Could you imagine if they made uh, those licensed games still? Like, what would happen if we had the Avengers Endgame by Sega? Oh, man. Could you imagine if if it's just um, Rocket Raccoon running around with Captain America all glitched out and looking awful? I don't know. I feel like... Mo- Jump mo- through these rings and then defeat Thanos. <laughs> um I, for us, that's what we were raised on, though. Yeah, yeah. And when you go back, our movies... It was expected. You yeah. Were, I wonder what the video game's going to be like. Yeah, our movies weren't amazing quality when it came no. to CG. Um, and I feel like video games, movies, all of that, I feel like that it, it went too far where people said people like stories with good graphics. People like stories with great graphics. People like amazing graphics with no story. And we just start making... Yeah, people love that. Yeah, you have a Volkswagen Beetle that's ran out of gas. But then a Transformer steps on it. And it creates an 80-foot plume of fire. (laughs) Shaboom! Yeah. And that car was abandoned, covered in rust, and had no gas in it. Doesn't matter. Optimus Prime. Um, and they don't make... He knocks over a tree and it just explodes. <laughs> <laughs> it was an oak baboosh. Um, but they did that. And they did that in video games. And they yeah. did it in movies. Where they said, we don't need story or good mechanics. We just need explosions. Yeah. But Do you ever still get nervous around barrels if they're red? I'm always worried they're just going to... If you bump it, it's going to explode. I mean, honestly, that explains why I have a hard time opening up those biscuits that you unravel. The yeah. ones that are red. Yeah. I make Amber do it. 
She's like, you're a grown man. I'm like, I know. Open these biscuits now and let me cover my ears. That's right. I'm a grown man. So you're going to do what I tell you and open these biscuits. And the one chance there's a huge explosion. It's just her shoes left smoking there. I'm going to go, ha, I told you. Now, who else is going to open up these biscuits for me? Just respawn, please. Oh, my goodness. But the thing is, when you really look at it, like, look at licensed games now. I was watching gameplay of a Marvel game, mm-hmm. and they're going, this is Captain America. And I'm like, who? There's a guy wearing a Captain America costume. And they right. go, no, it's, we can't use the exact likes. And I'm like, well, you don't even try to get close. And then the audio comes in, and it's, hi, I'm Rocket Raccoon. Right. And I'm like, who's this guy? Well, we can't be too close now. Because everybody owns everything. Everybody, yeah. there's licensing. It's too weird. Henry Cavill couldn't be in Shazam. He couldn't show his face in Shazam because he didn't own the like the licensing to the likeness of his face. Hmm. How do you lose the likeness of your face? Oh, who knows? Legal stuff. Legal mumbo. Sign the wrong contract. Mr. Burns is over there somewhere. Yes, <laughs> I own his face now. But no, back then it was on everything. Now it's symbols on everything. Yeah. Like when the Black uh, Black Panther merchandise came out, had almost no characters on it. Right. Well, it was just... <laughs> there was a lot of spoilerific characters in that new movie, truth be told. Is there? I, I because, haven't seen it Yeah. Yet. Because like the characters themselves are spoilers in that movie. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, now one thing you also... Which that's brought... pretty odd. What? That just by virtue of a character being there as a spoiler. Yeah, well, this this is what happens when you you take what seventy years of comics. Yeah, and especially in comic world where they were like, we're just going to make a, a one off. Been way longer than seventy years now, but yeah, I get well, it. Well, these characters. Yeah, Grant, you got your Captain America, you got your yeah, Spider Man, yeah, you got Superman, but a lot of these characters weren't Actually, go- yeah. weren't Golden Age. You're right. Yeah, a lot of these characters came later. But they came already on the shoulders of a foundation of a multiverse of all right. this stuff. But then they came out and they said, we're going to make a what if series. And we're going to make this. And in this world, this happens. They've explored everything. And so now when they show, hey, by the way. Like when the first time we saw an image of Thor with Stormbreaker, his new hammer. Yeah. I said, oh my goodness, you got Beta Ray Bill, you got this, you got that, right. you got you've got all this that has to happen during Secret Invasion. They split the hammer and had it dual wielded yeah. of one side hammer, one side axe, and and immediately my mind went to all of this. None of that None cool of that stuff happened. happened. But, but so they they're spoilers now because these characters have fifty years yeah. of content underneath them. So you certain see them. things have to transpire for them to be there. Yes. Um, and so you, it spoils. If somebody were to, I don't know, create something new <laughs> from scratch and have an original idea, I don't know, it wouldn't be spoilers because you'd be like, oh, that's John. Yeah, that's John, the new guy. Yeah, the new guy. And then they go, John's a bad guy. <gasps> what? <laughs> but no. And it, which I will say, I was watching Clone Wars, my first run through Clone Wars, the cartoon, mm-hmm. and I don't remember his name. The giant Jedi, that the forearm dude. The, the, the evil one? Yeah. What was his name? Pong Krell. Was it? Okay. Yeah. So, oh, God. So I'm a he, nerd, aren't I? So he's introduced. <laughs> and I'm like, one, this guy's massive. Yeah. Which physical strength in the Jedi world doesn't really, doesn't really matter. matter yeah. But it looks cool. I mean, he has four arms. He's got four arms. He's muscular. He's throwing around 
uh, yeah. clankers with his bare hands. I don't even use the force. Pow, pow. Um, but so they're fighting. And I'm like, this Jedi is awesome. Single wielding dual side yeah. lightsabers with one hand, and then he's force strong. And I go, wow. This guy's really cool. And then Amber's sitting there watching me going, yeah, but why did we never hear about him? And I go, oh. Yeah. So something's about to happen. <laughs> yeah. And it spoiled it for me. Yeah, cause right. for a second, I was like, this is cool. But wait, we know what happens. That's the thing about prequels. Yeah. We know what happens. I and mean, we knew it was going to happen all through Star Wars. Still didn't care. It was awesome. Still. Did you know there's an entire um, online community of people that hate Pong Krell? Why do you I mean hate him for like being a villain or hate him that he even exists? The villain stuff. Why? They just don't like him. There's a whole subreddit called F Pong Krell. Here's the thing. Real talk. We've talked about yeah. what Pokemon you would start with. Sure, we're, yeah. we're going to get back into Star Wars for just a second and go off onto our, what our favorite cheat code is. Leave it in the comments. Um, but realistically speaking, we've talked about if Pokemon are real, what's your mm-hmm. starter going to be? If Star Wars was real. And you, you are a Jedi. You've made it to the you know episode one. You're at the height of the Jedi. I'm going gray. I'm going gray. I'd follow in line with like what Qui-Gon was after. Yeah. And how Dooku would have been if the Senate hadn't screwed everybody over. Yeah. Or, or I mean, what was, um, uh, was it Ventress? When yeah. She, when she left and, and became gray again. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be like, hey. Thank you all for giving me, you know, these immortal powers and, you know, a cool yeah. light sword. I don't think the Jedi were the good guys. No. I I, I think neither one of them yeah. were good. I think gray was the best way to go. And by the time well, that's how you get true balance in the force. Yeah. Um, but so so watching Jedi turn into Sith and everyone's like, I can't believe they returned. That's the whole point. Yeah. Yeah, I can believe it. Yeah, I believe it very easily. Um, it's one of the reasons, like, you go to, like, uh, other countries and they have, like, religious leaders, like, monks and stuff. And they're like, mm-hmm. we have to keep them away from society. Well, why? Well, because if you walked around New York and could get food at the drop of a hat, very quickly you start thinking and questioning all your beliefs. And that's what happened to them. Because, yeah. you know, sand. If Anakin would have never found sand. Sand found him. It sucks that he lived on lived on a planet of sand. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. I, I hate sand. Great. You well, know where you're yeah, gonna live? Anyone Sandbox, that knows, buddy, get any, there. Anyone that knows deep Star Wars lore know that that uh Palpatine created Anakin through the force. Sure. And he put him on a slave on Tatooine because he knew that the sand was what was gonna turn him. Not killing his mother, not no, being a slave, no. none of that. The sand. The sand. The sand. But if if you are into really really deep lore, you know it wasn't Palpatine, it was Jar Jar. It was Jar Jar. <laughs> Darth Jar Jar. I, at least if that would have happened, I would have watched and been like, huh. Yeah. Yeah. I did not see that coming. I would just imagine George Lucas just laughing his face off at everyone. What was um? There's a lot to back that up. There's, there's a lot to back it up. I guarantee. I I promise you. There's no way that they didn't think about that and say, let's plant this in. And they put the movie out. And then everyone was like, Jar Jar sucks. And they were like, oh, swipe it under the I, table. That was never going to be a main character. I just I just imagine George Lucas watching, like, go, like going to a, let's say a screening of all nine Star Wars movies, right? He walks outside, just stretches, sees a little kid by himself, walks up to him, kneels down. Hey kid, it was Jar Jar, and just walks away. <laughs> it was all Jar Jar. Yeah. Um. 
But I mean, if you're making a movie, if you're making anything, mm-hmm. I mean, even even the way we make podcasts, we take you know people make comments or say, hey, it would sound better if you did this, or we, yeah. want, we want cameras, whatever. You try to react to that. But on a much larger scale, you put your heart and soul into Star Wars. You just came off of four, five, and six. I have I, I probably could think on my hand how many people have talked bad about four, five, and six besides your regular graphics. Right. The only bad things I ever hear about four, five, and six are the fact that he kept touching it. Yeah, and you know, yeah. there's a lot of plot holes. But nobody brings them up because right. they, those are those are on a shelf somewhere. We put them on a yeah. pedestal. But then you you come off of that and saying I'm never going to make another one. I'm going to make make three more. You come up with episode one, you go, now I have the technology. And you go on interviews and say, yeah. now I can finally do what I've always wanted. Yeah, I can everyone, do what I really wanted to do. And everyone goes, well, it sucked. <laughs> what you really wanted to do sucked. Yeah. Darth Maul was awesome. He's not dead. He's, he's fine. He's, he's actually, he's, he's in this show now. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're not going to tell me with how much screen time Jar Jar had in Phantom Menace. He was just. It was just there for fun. No. No. No, no, no. So you said favorite cheat codes. But yeah. Um, so at, for all our younger viewers, cheat codes um, would um, let you have things that you currently have to pay for now. Like different skins or, you know, stronger weapons, anything like that. You know, um, you could just put in a code and get that stuff for free back in the day. Um do you guys have a favorite cheat code or any memories with cheat codes? You keep a book with all your codes for your game so you didn't have to actually play it and could just be God? Um, back then, yes. Um, back then I had, uh, Pokemon had, um, Pokemon, for original Pokemon was glitchy as mess. Um, and I, my, my parents bought me a, a Pokedex like walkthrough mm-hmm. book and I would write down this is where Miss Singno was. And, yeah. And cool glitches like, look, 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 I saved on top of a tree. Now I'm glitched onto the tree. It didn't really affect the game. Right. Missing no che- or cheat Oh, Missing No would get you. you Unlimited play. everything. Yeah. Um, so that, those ones I did. Um, Turok, did you ever play that? Oh, yeah. That game was hard. It is very hard. So The controls alone make that game yeah, hard. The, the controls alone. And I want to say there was a cheat code. It was like, beware oblivion is at an end. Or something like that. Something around. I mean, it filled up the whole thing. Yeah. And I would I would spell it wrong every time. And but when you did it, it would take you. You could go anywhere in the game. Had unlimited weapons, and you couldn't die. So I would go through and you know fight the end boss of the game and just stand there while it just yep. tried to hit me. And I'm over there just smacking it with my little claws, and it would take forever. And I'd go, I beat the game. <laughs> did you cheat? No. Define cheat. Define cheat. I thought it was cool that when the Game Boy game loaded up, if you hit like B down real fast, you could change the pigment colors of the Game Boy color. I thought that was the coolest cheat code back in the day. What about you? You got anything? I just... Was it Grand Theft Auto? Oh yeah, that game was so fun to cheat. <laughs> Couldn't never played it. You know, those those cheat it could corrupt your save data. Yeah. Um, until four when they built it into the game. Now that the phone codes, uh, Pokemon. If you played Missingo the wrong way, you could, could corrupt it. Yeah, corrupt your phone. That was awesome because it made cheating feel like you were actually breaking the rules. Yeah, it I did. broke my game. Yeah, that was fun. I played a game called Psyops: The Mindgate Conspiracy. Um, where you play as this... What is it, what is it called? PsyOps, the Mindgate Conspiracy. I played Mario Kart. Yeah. Where, where are you finding so, these games? I didn't see that at Blockbuster. Yeah, that's where I got it from. Never returned it. Anyway, um... <laughs> what was it? 
So he lived a cheat code. You life. play. You play yeah. as this like genetic experiment that they, you know, they taught this guy how to use you know psychokinetic abilities. Right? It's fun. It's so fun. By the end of the game, you're throwing people around, setting them on fire, going into their brains. It's insane. Anyway, you know that game had a whole list of cheat codes. You could play as Scorpion from Mortal Kombat because they were made both made by Midway. Okay. You could play as the villains in the game. You could change your outfit. Unlimited energy, unlimited, unlock every power on level one. You know, that's just fun stuff. Yeah. Now, I feel like games are made bland to begin with. And then they had dropped DLC. Hey, there's this gun, but you got to pay $5 for it. They own the cheat codes now. Yeah. Yeah. Because now, and when, when you released videos back then of, hey, which I mean, I guess it had to do with the fact that you weren't playing online. Mm-hmm. I have my original cartridge for Pokemon Blue. That's mine. Yeah. I can do whatever I want with it. Um, I, on my on the older games, if I replace the batteries and turn the internal clocks back on, mm-hmm. I, if I can find the cheat codes, I can do them. They can't update that. Nope. But now, you now, do it. You do a cheat code and post that sucker online. Oh, it's, o- it's over with. Yeah. I have an example of this. Halo Infinite. Yes. Not a great game. No. Honestly. Um, but it had a huge open world campaign, mm-hmm. which I think, honestly, could have been a lot more fun. I like the world. I like how you move around in the world. You can. There was a glitch where you could get in the Pelican. Fully functional Pelican. So you can fly around. Oh, right? wow. Yeah, people got it. They were having... More people were playing that game than ever once that glitch was found. They patched it out. For no reason. But why would they patch it out? It cost them nothing yeah. for it to be now, in there. Now, Call of Duty had a bunch of that where you could get under the map yeah. and you couldn't get killed. I understand patching that. Sure, yeah. In a competitive game when somebody yeah, could that's somehow... Cheat. That's it's, actual yeah. cheat. That's not that's, fun cheat. Like you said cheating when I talk about cheat codes. Yeah, that's it's, not... There's a victim there. That victim is me. Exactly. (laughs) Um, But but when you're playing games that have funny cheat codes that you know you fly a pelican. Yeah. Playing Halo Two when you could put the uh, tanks on top of each other and then launch it would flip out of the map. Yeah. Like that's just nostalgia. If they released the game and you couldn't do that, that would that would ruin it a little bit for me. Yeah. Um, the fact that I couldn't do it. But I also think. Cheat codes lessen the games in a lot of instances. Sure. Um, you know, we have a, a shiny master here with us today, Ariel. Um, she finds shinies without even trying um, and finds good ones. Um, but, yeah, so you got Gumi. I have Benary. Um, but if you could, you know, Game Shark was back in the day. Plug the Game Shark yeah. in, change it, change all those. That was hacking. <laughs> those aren't cheat codes yeah uh, a lot of that is actually hacking and breaking the game so my I, I still have a game shark it's in one of these bags over here and it has the little dictionary book of all the codes that you could go and you could change everything yeah um but if you went out and you caught a wild shiny you're gooming you love it yes but if you could cheat and make all of them shiny it lessens it, it right it, yeah it, it makes it, it less cheap. cool yeah okay if yeah. you can have a bunch of shiny like why why even have What's shiny anymore? Yeah. yeah, I think my brother did have like a broken cartridge for one of the games, and it was like he had a shiny Rayquaza. And was it cool? Yes, but no, he didn't earn that shiny Rayquaza. You didn't. Earn it. No. He just had the shiny Rayquaza. Now, one thing with with Pokemon, I am not a big legendary fan. I don't know. I, no. It depends on the legendary. Well, and I think it's one you get legendary so late in the game. 
Yeah. But there's no point. There's no point. I've got a really good balanced team that I've bonded with. And then now for uh, playing Let's Go Eevee, when I played the original one, Articuno made the team. Flying yeah. Ice. It was well, those again, those legendaries are sparsed out throughout the game. Yeah. On you could, red and let's go. You could actually, you could one, you had to go find them. Mm-hmm. They weren't necessary for the story. Whereas once you got into the later games, you have to fight Groudon. You have to fight. Yeah, you, it's, you, yeah. Uh, they, you know, Mewtwo was at the end of the game, and they made all the other legendaries like that until Ruby, right? I can't remember. Ruby, yeah. So was, oh yeah, Ruby, Ruby. Well, like oh wait, which Ruby? No, I'm Crystal. Sure. So gold and silver, you had the three birds and the three dogs. Yeah. But Crystal brought in where you had, you actually engaged with, uh, was it Suswing? Or Suikun. Su- Suikun. And you actually found it and had to fight it at the end. Mm. Uh, you interacted with the dog a lot. The other two, Entei and Raikou, you didn't. And the birds, you didn't. And then once you got to Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald, you now had to fight the legendaries. And then after that, that's when it became part of the story where... They're trying to destroy space and time. So here's Dialga and Palkia, um, but I was never a big legendary user. I didn't. I didn't. You know, even if I caught him, I was like, nice. Yeah. Into the box, and they're like, this is this is our deity. Look, we've built shrines to He's this. In the box now. And here comes me as a ten year old kid flying on the back of my little dragon. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Bloop bloop. And like this Pokemon is older than time itself. This is a brand new Great Ball I bought for four hundred bucks from Jimmy at the Pokemart. <laughs> Welcome to the box, buddy. At least and, it's got grass. <laughs> and then you talk to people, and they're all going, "Ah, we feel like Groudon is at peace now. Groudon's in my pocket. <laughs> He's actually right here. Look, I can bring him back out, and I can force him to fight little little youngster." Groudon Johnny works for me now. <laughs> Groudon works for. <laughs> Almighty, like of uh, the legends of Arceus, are talking about the Almighty Sinnoh the whole yes. game, and then you just yeah, gotta just catch him in the box welcome in the, the bo- farm. Yeah, welcome <laughs> to the farm. And it's funny because the whole game, they're like, you know, look, these people are trying to destroy the land by creating more sea. They're going to destroy life. We need help from the government. No, Ash Ketchum, ten-year-old extraordinaire. <laughs> and then I catch the thing, and they're like, wow. At any given time, he could bring this Pokemon out and destroy the world. But you keep it. You yeah. keep that in your pocket, buddy. And the first time I fought him, you know, you, you walk out finishing the legendary fight, and you're like, I caught a legendary! I caught Mew too! And then you walk out, and Bellsprout spawns level 7, and Bellsprout's like, I'm ready to fight you, buddy. You picked the wrong one, Jimmy! Shadow Ball! <laughs> Shabam! <laughs> There's just craters everywhere. Nick's out there trading his <laughs> Mewtwo again. <laughs> As I'm picking up mountains and throwing them at people. Just trading for the Pokemon League, Mom. It'll be the very best. The mother of Bob. Oh my goodness. So cheat codes. I, I wasn't a big cheater. Oh, I, I, I was a straight and narrow kind of guy. When I played Fable, I played like chaotic or lawful good. Oh. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. So, oh, you go ahead. Oh, so, try to keep the meter. Try to keep the <laughs> yeah. meter. Oh, yeah. Fable... <laughs> Fable was one of those games where it was like, you can be bad if you want, and, it, and you can do whatever you want to do. And I was like, okay, but I'll be good. And they're like, yeah, but you can do whatever you want. Yeah, but I, I want to be good. Oh, I was a terror in that game. I, so I was a terror in the second one. So Because we're talking about cheat codes, and this leads us into the next topic. So cheat codes in Fable was you could go into a town, and you could buy everything the guy had. If you bought all the carrots for one copper a carrot, 
he would buy them back from you at two coppers. Oh my God. Supply and demand. Right. There's no carrots. I need carrots. Well, once we figured that out, I buy all your carrots until I can buy all your carrots, apples, and potatoes. And then I buy all your weapons. And now I'm, I'm buying everything you own, all your diamonds, everything. And I'm, I'm making millions of dollars. So you unlimited funds very early on. So once you figure that out, you just buy the best gear and the game just got easier. And now you're just doing it for aesthetics. You want the cool looking stuff. And it was fine. Well, Fable 2 comes out. I do the same thing. First town. Um, I go in there, buy all the sticks, sell the sticks. And I'm, I'm talking with my wife while I'm playing. For like four hours I'm doing this. And she was like, this is the boringest game. I'm like, no, I'm doing it because now you can buy buildings and I can be their, their governor and I could fix the town. And I said, look, I got like a million gold. I go to back out and immediately my character gets drenched in blood. Giant horns shoot out of his head. Everything dies and decays around me and it goes all the way straight evil where like, you can't get off of yeah. it. And I go, what happened? And I look you it up ruined and, it, the town. and it was like messing with the economy is evil. And I was like, capitalism? <laughs> Capitalism Man. is worse than Wheel. murder. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, I'm killing people on the side of the street in this game, and it goes, you get one evil point. I take advantage of the shopkeep's apple prices, and no, you're Satan. You're now. a devil now. And that was the only time where I got to that point in the game, and I was like, you know, he just started the game. I spent four hours. I have unlimited funds. And they're like, that's the evilest thing you can do. And on the on the, the the Reddit I was reading, it said you can literally kill the entire town, lower the property value, buy everything super cheap, and fix it up, and that's fine. That's better than switching money. And I was like, oh. Whoa! So I kill the entire town, buy the town, fix it up, and then my good bar goes back up. And they're like, this guy's great. Just like the real world. Yeah, I was like, y'all forgot. You forgot. <laughs> You forgot about all my evils. Why? Because I fixed the park for yep. the children over there. And that's what the world is and like. That's what the world is. It, it's odd they haven't made another fable. Uh, fable three is coming out. Is it really? Yeah. How did yeah. I miss that? Or it might already be out. Um, Maybe I, I should listen to a podcast. That lets yeah. me know about games. I would Google it, but man. Yeah. But um, like I said, this this is a little bit of a heavier topic. But when we were growing up. Um, my parents were very big. Like I never played Grand Theft Auto. Still to this day, haven't played it mm-hmm. because that game incites violence. Of course, yeah. And that was granted. That's why. That's why I'm so violent. Yes. So granted, we didn't have you know video games were coming out and we were testing the boundaries with what you could do. We were doing some some crazy stuff. I'm playing the first time playing Star Wars Force Awakens. I'm just picking up stormtroopers, smacking them against walls. Is there? Ah, ah. Yeah. I'm just smacking Force them. Unleashed. Or Force Unleashed, yeah. yeah. Um, but, so I never played, I never played, because I was always to those games are violent. Right. Obviously it's not true. Obviously not. Because I've clocked in 14 million hours to Pokemon. Yeah. And I raise livestock, but I don't raise my chickens to fight other chickens. Right. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't run around with my rooster on my shoulder and some no. little kid comes up and goes, look at my cat. And I go, that's a cute cat. Yeah. Use peck. <laughs> what? I know this is a cra- crazy concept, but turns out humans can tell the difference between what's real and not. Did you know that? Some people. Yeah. Some M- people. M- I would say most, and that's why video games don't cause violence. I would say, but I would also say like what Ariel and I were just saying with Fable. It was ingrained in us. Bad's bad, good is good. So when right. I played the game with no consequences, 
has no real world effects. I still chose the side of good. Right. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I, I just yeah. couldn't bring myself to do it. Oh man, I did. You oh you were first round yeah. just kicking chickens over there. Yeah. Goodness gracious, you're the Sith Lord in our group. I guess so. Yeah, we're the we're the Jedi. But no, I, I don't think they affected people. No. No, of course not. I don't. I don't think they had anything no. to do with it. Now, although I will say that they opened up people's um, uh, speeches a lot. I learned a lot of new cuss words playing online gaming. For sure, yeah. I knew, a lot I of good yeah. insults. Yeah, a lot of words I had never heard. One of my favorite that I quote to this day is, Snipers may wear diapers, but they get all the ladies. <laughs> what? It's from Call of Duty Black Ops. When you were playing zombies, you could pick the different characters. If you play yeah. multiplayer, one of them was a Russian sniper. And you're over there fighting zombies with your bare hands. And my character's dialogue, a little script pops up and he goes, Snipers may wear diapers, but they get all the ladies. And you're <laughs> Punching zombies with your bare hands. Oh. I'm like, why is this prevalent to this? What we're doing right now? We don't have a sniper rifle. That's funny. But so that that was when dialogue was awesome, and they would just yeah. throw stuff in there. Sure. Ah, oh, but video games, big part of our lives. Yeah, big part. Now we're getting movies. The getting child, movies. the child in me is is excited yeah. for the Mario movie. I just. There is already uh, a Mario movie. Yeah, but this is this is the Mario. This, this is, is going to be it, I think. The second trailer dropped, and I'm watching, uh, yeah. uh, you know, them ride on their little carts, and and it looks like Rainbow Road for a yeah. second, and I'm like, everything yeah. I see just gets me more excited. Real excited about that. Real excited. Anything else you want to talk about with games? Um, I could. Don't ask me that. Six we could, we would hours never, <laughs> later. Yeah, we'd never end this. No, but yeah. I, I think games is a big part of it. Um, one thing, and then we are, we are done. I have some video game paraphernalia. Yeah? I mean, I've got old books. I've got mm-hmm. a couple of toys. Um, growing up, when video game would come out, if it wasn't one of like the big three games for that year, they didn't make toys for it. Right. Yeah. They didn't make statues. They didn't make posts. You didn't get that. Here's your yeah. game. Um, I never saw, you know, never saw that kind of thing. Now, it seems like everything's got a toy. Everything's got a Funko Pop. For a little bit, it's fun. I enjoy going to a store and seeing something and going, "Hey, I like that. I remember that. That's <laughs> yeah. this is this is yeah. appeasing." But for like you know Pokemon, they made a few toys. Now they've made a Funko of like like hundred and something of them, oh, and wow. at ten dollars a piece. No. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and everyone's going. I'm going to collect them all, and I'm like, Nah. Fam. I can I can buy so much food with that. Yeah. I have like, my Funko Vulpix. That's all I need. That's the only one you need? Yeah. I don't think I have a single Funko Pokemon, but I have totes and totes of the little tiny PVC miniatures and the yeah. shiny ones that came with the games. I have my po- I, I have my Pokemon stuff. You have to show me that. <laughs> yes. Oh, I've got tons of this stuff. Um, but I, I, the, what was it? The 1998 McDo- or Burger King toys, the Pokeballs that broke apart. Yes. Yeah. Have every single one. With the little gold cards. So I have those, but the actual toy ones. Oh, okay. So they actually released where the, the Pokeballs. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember. Uh, would, would come apart. They'd have like a stuffed animal Gyarados in it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, or a squirt gun. Um, uh, it was like Kabuto in it. Got all oh. of them. Um, I, I have a giant box with a hundred Pokeballs. I look like a Team Rocket uh, ex-employee. Yeah. <laughs> My kids are going to find it. Dad stole Pokemons! Um, but now I, th- I think it's getting a little out of hand. Yeah, it's, there's a lot. Of, uh, they make a game that's really fun. and They go, hey, it's also got four novels, three graphic novels, 87 t-shirts, 47 socks, 92 toys. And some of the toys are dumb that I've never even seen in the game. 
But they're a little side character somewhere for two seconds. The craziest game I can think of that did that. Have you ever heard of Dante's Inferno? Yes. The game? Yes. They marketed that game hard, made books, comics, TV shows, statues. Game sucked. Game was terrible. Terrible game, and I don't think it'll be remembered even in five years. No, game was game was terrible. Cool concept, great story. Sure, yeah. Um, terrible, terrible game. Terrible execution. Didn't look. I don't like any of it. Yeah. Um, but I think we're going to come to an end there or we will ramble on for the next four hours about more, more video game stuff because they're yeah. fun. At the end yeah. of the day, if, as long as you're having fun playing them, I think it's right. important. If you play a video game for eight hours and end and say, I didn't enjoy yeah. a second of it, turn it off. Yeah, for sure. Don't have to get even get mad about it. Yeah. Just, just yeah. I've watched people play hunting games where they just sit there in a stand and that's they're, odd they're waiting for like 45 minutes waiting for that perfect deer to come around i'm like what a weird game to play a, you can use a cheat code to populate the forest with hundreds of deer with, no with dragons what are you talking about yeah. we're doing a cheat code gyarados yeah. flies in and i'm hunting yeah. him that's more like hacking you're getting confused now anyway they're all the same but if if you guys have a favorite video game slash cheat code Leave it in the comments. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, get some conversations going. If there's more games that I need to play besides the 14 that you two mentioned. Yeah, recommend games to Nick. He yeah. he needs to broaden his horizons. I'm literally still playing Pokemon Eevee. I'm like three generations back and I just picked it back up again. I'm just enjoying my life. I was halfway through Arceus and I was like, ah, I miss you know more classic Pokemon. But I think we'll end there. Thank you again for actually, I'm sorry. You're welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome. We have been Nick Squared. I am Nick. I'm Nick. And I'm Ariel. And you are you. See you guys around.